You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey everybody, welcome back one more time to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. My name's Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Seth. What special guest, Michael Kasten. There it is. He was breathing in to speak and Seth goes, Seth, right in. Like he, <laughs> on the inhale, you snuck in before him. No breathing. <laughs> snuck it in there. Welcome back, everybody. How's everybody doing? Wonderful. Oh, great. Wet. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Sure. Uh, hope no. everybody has. Oh, sorry. No, I, I, I was just going to say I'm really excited. We got uh, just a few more days. We we had a big first time in, I don't know, 50 years the Browns won a playoff game. So some of us are very happy about that. And we got one more this weekend at least. So I'm ready to go. Not happy for you. I have no horse in the race, but I've thought I think Browns fans deserve at least a, a weekend like that to to enjoy. Wow, Every 25 Thank you for years. Allowing us <laughs> yeah. a weekend. Man, what a guy. <laughs> no, the uh, the the game the the game before the Browns game. I'm flipping around channels that afternoon, and it was on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, what is the game doing on Nickelodeon? And it was a completely different thing. They had different announcers. The, you know, the did they have kid announcers? Well, they were like kid friendly. Boppers. <laughs> they were, uh, they were like explaining things. You know, now first yeah. down is when you do this, and they move the chain. Like, and I thought that was actually because at first I'm like, what is happening? And I'm like, that's actually pretty smart. Like, it, to get new people interested in the game and make it kid friendly and explain, you know. Explain yeah. what a you know an end around is you know it's the, you know kids just tune into the the real broadcast and they might not be able to catch up with it. I actually did see a lot of positive comments about about that game when they scored a touchdown. They did a digital like slime cannons and yeah, it wasn't it, the end zone; it was the slime zone. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on brand. I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was kind of neat. Guys, I, I have Nickelodeon blocked on my. Stuff. I don't. Of course you do, <laughs> you sourpuss. <laughs> guys, I just gotta say, I owe you guys all apology. The lie. Here it comes. It's all lie. I'm not even talking about that, but thank you for like bringing <laughs> it up. So we're getting yeah. a confession. Hey, 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 everyone! <laughs> Michael paid for a pro Zoom account that's not working right now. Not a business account. You couldn't go that much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have an extra $200 in my pocketbook at the moment. Um, but Cliff can wait attest. He has seen no, the email also. You carry a pocketbook? Sure. Why not? Let's just <laughs> go with that. But anyway, I, I was going to admit, like every Most... other day, that I was wrong. Because you have guys been doing this bracket on game shows. Yeah, and I 
thought that sounded like the most boringest thing in the world. Like I had no, I was like, I just don't, I just don't feel like I could be part of that. It's not my thing, but I'm telling you, I've been delivering the mail and I've been listening to these podcasts of you guys talking about different game shows. And I was actually entertained. Like, I mean, (laughs) mission accomplished. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I mean, my favorite part was on the last one when you guys like described the slow close of the laptop. That was (laughs) the best part. But, but no, in all seriousness, I think you guys have been doing a great job with that. I mean, I, I was laughing alone and um, great job, guys. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I did. I, I will say I thought it turned out better than I had anticipated. We've done two so far, two of our of our four regions and uh, ran through them. And, and they're nice little episodes, right about an hour apiece. And, uh, you know, I, I think it moves quick enough to you don't get bored with it hopefully so we're we're gonna we got two more to do yeah so hopefully you're enjoying that but it has definitely felt like the timing we timed it somehow we put no forethought into it or like long-term planning but it it seemed to be happening at the exact right time because there are a ton of game shows in primetime network tv right now so uh, a few new ones even, but I'll start with uh, Jeopardy. I'm so we we've talked about uh, the, those final few Alex Trebek episodes that were supposed to air right around Christmas, but they got delayed a little bit. Well, they finally aired his last stretch of episodes. Did it, did anyone catch his last his last one? I I, I haven't no. yet. Were they available on demand? So we're, I'm just waiting to get a day off. There's nothing in it that would lead you to believe you know there's no cliffhanger ending or anything like it's just another episode of jeopardy but they do a nice montage at the end of some mm-hmm. of his best moments or silly moments or him in different costumes and things so just a, a nice little tribute and then immediately after that the next night it's a brand new episode again i'm like well are they gonna what are they gonna do now well there's ken jennings as the guest host mm-hmm. um and uh johnny gilbert right you can he 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 stepped on and now the guest host of Jeopardy. Like they made sure you knew he was a guest host. He is not the official host. So uh, apparently he has taped 30 episodes already. So he's going to be on as guest host for at least six weeks. They've already lined up uh, some other people after him. Katie Couric is supposed to do some episodes. Aaron Rodgers, speaking mm-hmm. of the NFL. Uh, Mayim Bialik from Big Bang Theory and Blossom. I was going to say. From yeah. Big Bang Theory now. Blossom. She's Blossom. And she has uh, a new show. Call Me Cat. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's funny. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to review that one later, but we can we can disagree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, since we're talking about disagreeing, I actually agree with you, Seth. Mat- match game all the way. Mm. Oh, man. Only if you'd been there. I know, right? Yeah, we actually could have. You might have been worth something. <laughs> And uh, then 60 Minutes correspondent Bill Whitaker is another going to be guest host. They said they're going to announce more later, and each of those will be making a donation to the charity of their choice equal to the cumulative winnings of the contestants for their weeks. So whatever the contestants win on their shows, these celebrities are going to donate hmm. to charity. So I thought that was kind of neat. And Ken has been pretty good at it. Like 
I mean, he should know what he's doing, I guess, by now. But definitely a different style than Alex. Like, he's made a few more jokes. Um, and, like, when somebody does does a big bet on the Daily Double, he's like, yeah, there you go, do it. Like, he's, try, he's trying to, like, egg them more. Alex yeah. was always like, you know, I'll make it a true Daily Double. Alex was like, oh, okay. Like, he was like, he was kind of, he felt kind of cautious for them. Oh, but Ken's man. like, yeah, do it, do it, bet more. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, funny. So we had another. Speaking of the Jeopardy gang, uh, the Chase just debuted on ABC, which was it, it. It's a British show from 2009. There's like a hugely successful show in Britain. It's it's gone. It, there's been more than 14 seasons of it. It gets huge ratings when they do it. Um, it is. Uh, it was adapted in uh, the Game Show Network, brought it to America in 2013, and did a version of it with the Beast. They mm. called it the, you know, it was the Beast would answer all these questions, uh, or you, you had to try to answer more than the Beast would. Is this so that like was the idea. Schwab? Is it, you guys remember the Schwab? Come yeah. on. Like Charles? Charles Schwab? <laughs> no. Isn't that his name, the Schwab? It was on... Uh, ESPN or something. It's that one guy that is like their big fact knower. Oh, uh, you got to beat the Schwab yeah. or something yeah, like the, that. Yeah, the one the Schwab. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> what is it? He was the Schwami. Uh, you're talking about, um, oh gosh, Berman, Chris Berman. No, I'm not. Oh, you, I don't know what, what you're talking I'm about not. then. Okay. It was a bit, it was a thing. This guy like is their sports fat guy. He knows everything. So they had like a little game show probably 10 or 15 years ago. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. So yeah, that's the idea. In Britain, there was like, there was not about British swamis. There were like, there were six trivia masters and they were called the chasers. And you didn't know which one you were getting every day. So the American version, they just had one. They brought the British, one of the British champions over to do the American, and it got huge ratings on Game Show Network. So it was a really popular show for them. So now they brought it in the prime time, and the three chasers are Ken Jennings, James Holtzhauer, and Brad Rudder. The three, you mm. know, the, they just had that tournament, the greatest of all time Jeopardy players. So you, you're bringing in new trivia players, trying to, trying to answer questions. Uh, in a shorter period, you know, they uh, give you the same period of time. If you can answer more, if your team can answer more than them, it's a whole convoluted mess. But it's a it's a okay. Popular- wait, wait, I'm busting in here because it's my podcast too. Uh, Stump the Schwab. It was uh, 2004 2006, hosted by Stuart Scott. It was four seasons. Howie Schwab was the was the mm. statistician, ESPN's first statistician. He he just knew everything. Never heard okay, of it. Okay, go on. Sorry. I'm not crazy. Should have been ring, on the bracket. It does ring a bell. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not, not going to get a place on the bracket. So, yeah, there's been a couple episodes of that so far. The questions have been really hard, seemingly. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it, yeah, I watched the first episode. I watched Nick and I watched that first night last week when you, you were like, hey, there's new game shows. And Nick and I sat and watched all of them. Uh, that one is just like, a lot it's a lot of yeah smartness going on <laughs> but yeah the better show i believe was right after that on abc the hustler no the a... better show is right before that oh celebrity nonsense celebrity wheel, wheel. 
of fortune. Not according to the bracket. Wasn't Hollywood. Anyway. Yeah, go on. What was the one after that? The hustle. Yeah, Hustler. I watched the first. Hustler. I watched the first two. I watched the first two episodes. I haven't watched this new one yet. Both Tiffany and Rachel think that you are the hustler. They may be right. They may be wrong. You have your opportunity now to make your final argument about who you think it is. Put it, put it back. Put it back. I'm what are you sure. doing? Put it back. Just put it Can away. What the hell, Erica? Put it back. See, this is the way you had it. You're still going to have time to change it. I can't keep up. Stressed. You guys, are, you're stressed. I'm going to do this and look great. <laughs> you have a final debate to figure it out for yourselves. If you two are right, you split the money. If one of you is wrong, then the hustler will take home $80,000. You have two minutes. $80,000 on the line. Oh. Erica, convince me that you're not it. Mm -hmm. Because I'm very torn to you. Convince me that you're not it. I'm going to tell you right All now, right. it is not me. Convince me it's not you so that we don't make a $40,000 mistake. I want $40,000. I'm going to show you something that I usually never show people. I'm going to steal his move. This is why. I'm not an Olympian. I wish I could still do sports. Uh, 17 years old, fell down my attic stairs, crashed on our concrete. Yeah, I just I thought this was a good twist on a game show. Uh, it's five contestants, and they have to answer 10 trivia questions. But one of them has been given all the answers. So there's no reason they should get any of them wrong. But if you figure out who it is that's the plant, they don't get any of the money. So they have to kind of... I don't know. Maybe it is this. So that it's sort of trying to manipulate the other players, maybe not seeming as smart as you <laughs> as you are. No. And Craig Ferguson is the host, but he doesn't know who the hustler is. So he just kind of flips around. He's like, that is something the hustler would say. Like he's messing with all the contestants along with you. So I, I just yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I messaged you guys saying that this reminded me. There's several board games that remind me of, but there was one. Michael's played this. Very similar to this. It's that deception murder in Hong Kong. Where you're picking how who you know somebody murdered somebody one person's you know knows what happened and they're trying to get tell the detectives give them clues, but there's also people that are trying to that know who did it and are trying to mess them up. They're like an accomplice, and I remember Michael just getting so mad because I was standing there trying to lay it all on all the blame on him, and he's the only one who knew he was not the bad guy. It was the perfect scenario. He's like, I hate, I love this game. I hate this game. <laughs> My favorite thing anytime we play a game like that is our niece goes, you wouldn't lie to me. I know you wouldn't lie to me. <laughs> yeah. And then like blood, you know, grandmothers were lying to grandchildren and stuff. It's great. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, it was a pretty good show. I liked the first episode. I'm, I'm better than the second, I think. But I uh, so the the recent plethora of uh, of game shows is this due to the pandemic because they can't film? Quite possibly, yes. Uh, it's uh, that's the only excuse I could come up with because there are a lot of game shows happening right now on prime oh, time well, television. Like but didn't all these like resurgence of game shows like start before the like? the pandemic was in full swing because I, I remember like, I mean, when match match games been on a couple yeah. of years now, how's so it? You're, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's been, a, mm -hmm. it's been a few se seasons that they've been doing this stuff. Yeah. Cause I, I think match game was the first one they brought back and 
they might have brought another one or two back, but that seemed to do it's really, really well. Been the so they've hit. been trying to. Yeah. Hmm. You uh, you watched the Alec Baldwin one? Absolutely. Yeah, like so Christy tapes that. Yeah, and you're right. He's he's great. Like he's right on point, yeah. and he can make fun of everyone without anyone getting mad. And make fun of himself. He let. Yeah. He's got perfect. Plenty of uh, stuff to make fun of. I was going to say, there's a couple of other game shows that are back that uh, I've been watching. One, The Challenge on MTV, uh, the fifth sport. Uh, Have MTV blocked on my TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that channel they show it on anymore? Nickelodeon also with <laughs> kid-friendly announcers. Um, but uh, it's back. It's always good. And there's a show on YouTube called Sequester, where a uh, contestant from Big, Big Brother started her own show a few seasons ago, and it's it's kind of a hyper-fast Big Brother on a shoestring budget, but they, like, rent out a mansion and have all these people, online fans or whatever, come in and play, and it's pretty good. But hmm. it is a game show. Yeah. It, crazy can we rent a mansion on. on our shoestring budget? Yeah, I thought you just did. <laughs> we see how that worked out. Yeah, yeah so I like, uh, I don't know, is Hot Ones really a game show, though? I'll, I mean, they have a game show version on television, but on YouTube, it's more of an interview show, I guess. But yeah, that's kind of a challenge. That's a fad I, I don't understand. The yeah, hot, eating hot things and filming it. I. <laughs> If you like it, God bless you. Go for I, it. But I, I've just yeah, I've never I haven't watched it because it. It, it sounds gross to me to watch somebody like their nose running and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Anyways, uh, a couple other new shows have premiered. Uh, Mr. Mayor just premiered on NBC. I never thought I'd be standing here, but my city needed me. He's charismatic, open-minded, independent. You're all in on this guy. I'm very open to the idea of a robot police force. Thank you for reminding me. R.P. Meskimen is pretty worked up about the coyote population. She thinks we should pay for their birth control. I've got your number, Bremer. You're not going to last two months. She's scary. What's your beef with me? You don't know what you're doing. You want to know the real reason I ran for mayor? My daughter thinks I'm a useless old man. You ran for mayor to impress your daughter? She must be over the moon. I hate that we had to move into this gross old mayor house! Your wife makes a great point, sir. She's my Ew. teenage daughter. Sorry, it is very confusing in L.A. Now, as mayor, you're I... not the mayor. I'm the mayor. Let's just agree to disagree, shall we? Okay. Thank you. Handle that perfectly, sir. That's what Ted. You think of that? Yeah. Ted Danson. It's uh, from Tina Fey and Robert Carlock, the creators of Thirty Rock, and Kimmy Schmidt. So yeah, it's it's Ted Danson. It's kind of a lovable dimwit who who has become mayor of Los Angeles. Uh, Holly Hunter is like his second in command, who mm-hmm. doesn't like him and doesn't like the people of Los Angeles. Is just sort of like very uh, bohemian. Yeah. And then Bobby Moynihan from Saturday Night Live is the dumb, goofy, like, I think speechwriter or something. So he's kind of stolen the show so far uh, for me. But I don't know. It's it, It's been a little up and down to start. I've, I've watched the first couple. I'll keep giving it a chance because 
uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of other great sitcoms at the moment. Yeah, I haven't watched, I haven't seen it yet, but the the, um, the promo they were running over and over and over again, like it was pretty good. Where where uh, Ted Danson as the new mayor gets on the bus and he's like, "I'm the mayor," and then some dirty old bum <laughs> sitting in the back, he's like, "No, I'm the mayor." And the whole, you know, both sides start chanting, "Mayor fight, right. mayor fight." <laughs> that cracked me up. Yeah, we watched the first two episodes. It's not. It could go either way, like for me so far. Um, I just, I don't want Ted Danson to be too stupid where I feel like he's kind of borderline right now since we have the major resurgence of Ted Danson. Yeah, apparently. How old is he? Keep going. I'm going to look it up. Please do. Uh, Yeah, then uh, we just mentioned it on Fox. Call me Cat. My name is Cat. I quit my unfulfilling job and opened a cat cafe. Now, my life is awesome. Good morning. When I die, this will all be yours. I'm good. My mother wishes I were married. If you enjoyed her song, perhaps you'd enjoy spending the rest of your life with her. I will pay you. It's Brandon. He sent me a picture of himself. Ooh, I'd hit that. That's just something I've heard people say. I wish I hadn't tried it. Wonder if you're please. Cat? Max? No way! Hot Max? That was meant for you. There is no roadmap of how I should live my life. But truthfully, I want to grab it by the meatballs. What am I saying? I'm not sure. Maya and Bialik. Do not let her behind the bar. She likes to play with the soda goo. I wasn't playing with it. I was inventing a new drink. I don't go to your cafe and invent new cats. <laughs> Call me cat. Which evidently you hated. I could I could barely make it through that one. Oh. This was uh, Mayim Bialik from Big Bang Theory. But I feel like this is her trying to get away from that character. Because her on Big Bang Theory was just monotone, like very straight laced and this she was like silly and laughing and dancing and singing and uh she talks to the she talks to the cat she breaks the fourth wall basically and talks to the audience Hmm. so she's very bubbly and out there so it felt like i need to do something a complete 180 from my big bang theory character well i liked it i thought it was funny like her breaking like i thought she would come off more annoying than what but anyway um, is that the deal Okay, this is what I don't understand. She has a cafe where mm-hmm. it also has cats that you can adopt. Oh, a cat cafe. Now, cat yeah, cafe. cat cafe. Now, explain to me how you keep the cat hair. Like, how do you prepare food and then pick up a cat and then go back to preparing food? That's well, really why I stopped watching. <laughs> that I couldn't get that. over that. <laughs> it's like I know that you're just supposed to disp- dispend or yeah mm-hmm. spend your yeah dispend <laughs> spend your belief. <laughs> what yeah. am I trying to say here? Help me out. Spend uh, your belief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> suspend your disbelief. Yes, thank you very, very kindly there, uh, <laughs> Sir Seth. 
Um, but I mean, it could be that I just liked it because, you know, I of course had a crush on Blossom back in the day. So, I mean, it could be nostalgic oh. reasons, but I found her entertaining and fun. And I liked it because she didn't have a problem like making fun of herself. Hmm. Yeah. It's very much the, I'm in my late thirties. I, I, I'm not married or with a kid yet. So like, mm. Her mom is Swoozy Kurtz and is very like, you know, you need to get your life together. And she's like, I'm happy with who I am. So it did seem very positive and very, you know, live your life how you want to live it. And that the message seemed good. The only problem um, I had with it was her mom has had way too much plastic surgery. <laughs> I feel that way about, um, is it uh, Mary Steen Virgin that's in that, uh, what's the name of that show we watched? Seth with the dance, with the singing, and da- the girl that hears the s- people singing all the time. Zoe or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, uh, we watched that. Yeah. yeah. The play- Zoe's playlist or whatever that's called. Yeah. Um, I, like that I always show. think, man, that lady's had a lot of plastic surgery. By the way, Ted Danson, 73 years old. Damn. Full head of hair still. Good job. Uh, good job. Good job. He, he, he did it. <laughs> Uh, the last one I had for the new new episodes, uh, The Great North on Fox. This February on Fox. I'm going to Alaska. Explore the Great North. Drinking coffee again. Yes, I am 10. From the producers of Bob's Burgers comes a new family. You need to chill. Well, it's very hard to chill in the panic room. It's right there in the name. Nick Offerman, Jenny Slate, Will Forte, Megan Mullally, Dulce Sloan, and Alanis Morissette like you've never seen her. I have one hand in my pocket and the other one is very proud of you. The Great North. Sundays this February on Fox. This is the animated series. Oh, this yeah. might be up your alley. It's from the people who made Bob's Burgers. It looks very Bob's Burgers. Lizzie and Wendy Molyneux, the sisters who are currently writing Deadpool 3. So this is their new sitcom uh, set in Alaska about a single dad who is Nick Offerman. So it's basically if you took Bob's Burgers and instead of H. John Benjamin being mm-hmm. the, the, the dopey dad, it's Nick Offerman as the tough you know, let's go carve something out of wood, dad. Like yeah. it's a, you just switch the dads out and it's kind of the wacky family <laughs> thing. So the other voices of his, his uh, kids, Jenny Slate is one of the daughter, Will Forte. Uh, his other son is Paul Rust from Love. It's yeah. kind of the weird, the weird oddball son. So that's kind of fun. And of course his, his wife, Megan Mullally has a part in it. So they just aired one so far. I thought it was a pretty solid start. It definitely Bob's Burgers vibes from it. So I'll, I'll check more of that one out too. It was good. I dug it. Hmm. I may check it out. So speaking of uh, Zoe's Infinite Playlist or whatever that show's called, I did. Uh, I haven't watched it for a while, and uh, it came back oh, on. Yeah. We were watching TV the other night, and. Uh, I'm going to spoil some stuff in here. It was kind of interesting and they kind of moved it forward. Uh, apparently uh, her dad or her character's dad that was played by uh, Peter Gallagher has, has died Mr. in the Iver show. House. Yeah. And uh, so he's gone and they're dealing with his loss and she takes a promotion. Like, I feel like they're kind of pushing the, the show on a little bit, which is a good thing. Um, Cause it was kind of stuck the first few episodes where it was. So um, and that, that guy with, uh, Oh, I forget his name, but one of her potential boyfriends that was in Pitch Perfect. Yeah, that, like he's got a, a five o'clock shadow to try try to toughen him up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, and and they've even they've kind of changed his character too. Like his character now isn't just the potential boyfriend. He's now uh, more of a friend that's uh, that's teaming up with the with um, her neighbor. The other Mark. boyfriend. Yeah. So. <laughs> Kind of a They're, soft reboot, like yeah. kind of tweaked a few things. Kind and, of, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, watch Lauren Graham say goodbye. Uh, I, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I kind of thought she was done with that show too. Anyway, so, but yeah, new shows, new TV, guys. What else? Anything else out there? We're, we're watching new. No, just game showing it up. Okay. <laughs> This is us is back, Cliff. Oh, it is. That's right. It came back uh, finally. It feels like it was forever. Um, had a had a big episode there about Kate, and uh, kind of I don't know. That was a weird episode. It That's didn't really stupid. work. It didn't work for me. Like trying to shoehorn um, a story that I felt like it just didn't it didn't fit. So trying well, to. Well, make- I mean. It's got us to the point. They have everything now. <laughs> the show has had did that thing where it's like, they keep, oh, what's this timeline? Oh, this person you thought was dead is back. Now everything, anyone that has ever died p- could potentially be on the show. Uh, like she has, we find out she's had an abortion. I'm like, by the end of this episode, that kid may be back. Yeah, that kid, that kid was born. She didn't know it. It's a crackhead. You know what? You know who knows it what's was going weird. on. It was weird. It did not work for me. Um, like, why would she go do it? Nobody would go do what she did. Drive yeah. all that way for some rando boyfriend. No. Some some guy that was abusive twenty five years ago or whatever. So. It wasn't. It it was just like it, very unrealistic. Yeah. I, uh, Whatever, anyway. But the... It's the, still a good show. Yeah. And, and the big news, guys, here, we, we've stepped around it all night. The big news that we should be anticipating is from tonight, the day of this recording, we are five days away. Five days away from season five of Riverdale. I thought you should say of America. <laughs> yeah, we are I five really, days they, away from the- <laughs> they played the last few from the last season over the last couple Wednesdays, and I taped the last one because I'm like, I have no clue where we left off. So I want to at least rewatch that last one. That killing Mr. Honey was the <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, where, we're... where Reggie super glues him to his desk <laughs> and like they wheel, they wheel him out, and like everyone's cheering, like, yeah, we prank Mr. Honey. That's, how, that's happening on Wednesday, too. There's two. Two uh, people get wheeled out, glued to their desk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm ready for some Riverdale. I don't care that I, I don't. If I don't remember, I, it'll all come back to us. I'm I'm telling you guys. First three episodes are going to wind up um, last season because it was cut short. So we're going to have graduation. We're going to have prom, um, and some other. Ep- I I suppose some sort of goodbye episode, and then they're going to come back, and it's going to be the time jump. And oh, the only reason I'm prepping is because we kind of left off in the middle of a story. 
Mm-hmm. If we were just going into the time jump, I would have just went into it cold. But right. I feel like Somebody's we gonna... hadn't solved the whole thing with the videotapes and the weird people in masks. And yeah, yeah uh, there, there's okay, there's still some up. plot to and, go. Yeah. And did you guys see the um? I don't remember their names. The the people from Jughead's preppy school, the the bad, the Stonewall. Bad, yeah, Stonewall. Did you see all um all three of the major actors made cameos in Sabrina? No. An episode of Sabrina, yeah, I, I don't watch that. yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. So yeah, that's what's been happening on our TV. Love it. I'm surprised I didn't hear more from you guys about when I said Star Trek made me cry. I've I've seen a lot of good stuff. I mean, a lot of good reviews about that Star those Star Trek uh, shows that you. Uh, that really discovery be. man it every season like it just this is the end of season three like i got one more episode to watch it has blown me blown me away like every time towards the end like the uh, spock's sister uh michael i love her i love her name um <laughs> spock has a sister yeah but they, they've made this is like it's basically her it's a it's basically her story throughout uh, all these different timelines and stuff interweaving, but um, they've made this whole epic thing that exists in the timeline without messing up the timeline, I guess is the best way to put it. But now in the future, they have like the dilithium that powers the, the starships. There was some kind of burn effect where it basically caused this mass explosion with all the Starfleet so they're like this is several years later and they're in complete disarray because they their whole fleet was basically decimated. No, no more Starfleet. Yeah. So this is kind of like what's left of Starfleet fleet, uh, rebuild rebuilding those alliances and, and finding like what has transpired during this this ch- time jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there th- there's this part where she's giving this because she was raised Vulcan, even though she's human. Um, and she's given this passionate speech to the Vulcans and the Romulans and she's crying up. And I mean, it's a powerful speech. And the whole thing is just her talking about trying to do the right thing, even though she, she doesn't know if she's doing the right thing. Um, that sounds more like this is us than Star Trek. I, I, I have like, somehow I have not watched this is us for, for the last couple episodes. I know I have to eventually. Um, <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> but Does I will Christy say, watch it without you. Does she? No, I, I no, nope, oh. I, I, she keeps them ready for me. Sure, I bet. <laughs> this is your punishment. Sit down and watch this. <laughs> you sit down, put your jammies on. I laid them out. Uh, put your jammies on and sit down and watch this. Did you read that? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my gift to you is I'm not gonna say anything. Bless you. But uh, <laughs> since I have been listening to the podcast, when I haven't uh, been able to be on it, I would like to rewind because I listened to the one when you guys uh, did the uh, review for Soul and the new Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How's that yes, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, yes, Seth, you were right, but also <laughs> Jordan Lowe is right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yes, I understand what you're saying. So, um, but I, I, I really liked it. Uh, I'm going to be the, uh, 
bad bad guy with the the whole controversy because as a creator of something the whole thing about the tina fey voice in the the soul creature is that in my mind this was a creature that exist that doesn't have a body that isn't white or black or anything like it, right, ha- it but doesn't I, exist yet oh yeah yeah in the in the movie i'm saying yeah, as but, a choice of casting when she's got that baggage that's currently going on okay i'll uh, that was all I was saying. One. It wasn't like that. I was. I agree. That creature was not supposed to be a white woman. That yeah. was just a voice. It was supposed to be a nothing, an entity. So they weren't like doing anything wrong. I. It wasn't that big of a deal. I just thought that coupled with the whole uh, get out stuff was just yeah. too much for me. And on the Wonder Woman, movie. 1984. I agree with Seth or with Cliff. Mm. I loved it. I like because. Do so you me, agree with is... the argument? That it's bad, and we should just accept that. No, no to me, that's what this DC is what they movies did, are. Is they and sat why down, should we expect anything more? They watched it's not Christopher for me. Reeves, <laughs> Superman one and Superman two, and said, "This is the time period this movie is set in." Let's let's. It's basically a nostalgic trip. Like that whole opening scene in the mall, I loved every bit of it. I thought that was great how it played out because you could tell right from the get-go that okay this is going to be more lighthearted. it's not going to be like more of the modern superhero movies yeah. um I, I mean not to say that it didn't have its flaws in it but uh i think people i, really I, I just thought people could still enjoy it yeah i well, enjoyed yeah, it sure so i think everybody my and my argument was everybody enjoyed the first one everybody yeah it was good Still griped about the ending. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, on the first one you did too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the sword is so stupid. So Um, I can watch it. But I am curious, is like how you guys were talking about that. uh, I wonder if the whole movie experience is changing because we are watching them from our homes now. Oh, absolutely. It's definitely. I'm sure it's it's definitely it's different. You have to. Make yourself not pull that phone out if you want to have any chance. Right, exactly. You got to put that phone down. You got to turn the lights down. You know, if if you got the LEDs, hit them up. Give you, some, you know, like in my house, what looks. We can change the color. Get some of this. So, get, get some of that mood setting. Turn yeah, the lights down low. Yeah, you got to set the tone. Get your so, jammies. On. Get your jammies on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's uh we we've talked our TV, we've reviewed our podcast. Let's uh let's cut this one. Let's talk about more more about how we're right about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and how I'm always wrong. It's always a hit. All right, hey, thanks for tuning in. Hope you are enjoying the current crop of TV right now. There's something just premiered that we missed. Some new show you're really enjoying that you think we would too and you'd like to hear us talk about it please let us know hit us up on any of our social medias and whatnots and until next time my name is jordan lowe cliff barnes spending my belief michael <laughs> tough bye forever kapow the pop cultured podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. 
All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow, the Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show kapow, the pop cultured podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udamwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share.